What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode. I'm your host, Javier. And so what I want to do is dive in to a cool milestone that our company at Ratmate just achieved today. And this is um, a little impromptu, but there's, there's stuff about, you know, why I want to discuss this. So the milestone is that we hit 100 Google reviews in, the, in basically 18 months. So you're probably asking yourself, how to successfully grow a facility management company in today's digital age while still remaining profitable? You know that marketing should probably be in the mix, but you may not know the best approach, the newest strategies, or which digital platforms market on. So how do you use marketing to grow your effort business today? That is a question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Javier Lozano Jr., and welcome to the Facility Management Marketing Podcast. So probably it was less than that, but we hit the number 100 and it took us 18 months to get there. And so that was kind of one of my missions when I came into Ratmate was to, to really focus our company on getting Google reviews um, and just reviews in general, because it's gonna, it was going to help us with a lot of trust and authority within the marketplace. And it was going to kind of help kind of sell, if you will, what we already currently do. And so you might be saying, okay, Javier, what does this have to do with facility management and, and property management? Well, it has a lot to do with that because I'm going to tell you how we did it and I'm going to tell you what kind of like what it's benefited from it and some stats that I know that it kind of holds, you know, holds, holds true in, the, in, in just anywhere about reviews. So let's dive into this really quick is your reviews matter. So if you're not collecting actual reviews on Google, on Facebook, on different review platforms, not just like an NPS score, like, hey, we have a net promoter, you know, promoter score of, of this and this is great, like, you know, or it's not very good, but we're not going to share it with anybody. Like, no one cares about that stuff. Only The only people that care about that is like, is internally. Maybe your CEO cares about that, okay? But other than that, no one cares about that. What people care about is your online reputation. And your online reputation is very, very valuable, okay? When I talk about brand, it's really what your reputation is, what people think about you. And so I knew that when I came in as a CMO, I needed to make sure that we had a strong brand, okay? That our reputation was solid. And the way to do that with a product that is trying to establish product market fit and we have already got that now, but at the time we we're still figuring things out. Before me, they were still figuring things out, but they were figuring out. They're like, "Hey, this actually works, and this fits, and people actually want this." During all that, what happened here is is that us trying to capture these reviews gave us more like, "Okay, we're on to something." Like people love these things, and it helped us like kind of say. These are our valve props. This is what makes us different. We can use these words because literally, you know, John Smith typed this out. And the other part is when people start reviewing you. So when, and I'm going to do this really quick and I'm going to kind of explain this so that everyone understands. So I'm going to use this tool called Google Console. It's free. Okay. You can put it on your website and you need to, you know, put it on your it's, it's got to be in your code. Like if you have a web designer in your team, just have them just figure it out. All right. It's very simple. So with that, we're going to go to Google console. I'm going to put in our website and then I'm going to go 
to performance. And then I'm going to click on queries. And I'm going to use queries for the past, let's just say 16 months. Queries are going to be search terms that people actually type in. Check this out. The third search term, third search term that people are typing in the most, rap mate reviews. That's huge. All right, so that got 961 impressions and 144 clicks. People are looking to learn about rap mate. Do you see what I'm saying? So people are more likely to type in your business name and review. So it's gonna be like ABC Facility Services reviews. Or if you're John Smith, like reputation or um, scam or something like that, like they're gonna be typing these things in to find out if you truly are a piece of shit, if your company sucks, or if you truly are like a genuine company that's trying to help, you know, other company or other um, other facility managers and you, you know, take pride in how you handle this kind of stuff. This stuff's important to folks. Okay. So like just kind of keep this in mind that that when I talk about I'm not I'm not trying to toot my own, you know, toot my own horn here that we hit a hundred um, Google reviews, but what I'm getting to is that this plays a huge part. And the more reviews that you get, Google is going to automatically start kind of giving you a little bit more SEO juice. You start kind of crawling up on the search engine a little bit higher because you've got a little bit more authority. Okay, so people start trusting you more within the community. They're like, oh man, these guys are good. So our review rating is a 4.7. And now keep in mind that we can't delete reviews. Okay, so if someone gives us a bad review, which we've actually had a number of them, and they're deserving, they stay. Now, if the review is like harassment or um, they call out like specific people, those reviews can actually be taken down per Google's terms of services. But there are times that they won't take it down and it's just what it is, okay? So the importance of getting these online reviews is to help build your trust and authority and reputation within your community and within like, you know, who you're trying to start kind of capturing because people are gonna start typing in your business name in reviews and they're gonna start reading these reviews. They're like, okay, this makes sense. The other thing that people are gonna do is they're gonna read the responses to the review. So if you have gotten some good reviews, they're gonna read the responses. And if you've gotten some bad reviews, they're gonna also read those responses. And how you respond and handle them is gonna kind of help people dictate the direction of whether they're gonna contact you or not, okay? So keep this in mind that reviews matter more so than ever before, all right? So the more you focus on getting your reviews, then the more likely you're gonna already kind of get some folks over the hump, over the, the edge of like, okay, you have great reviews. You seem to be offering great services and, and, and whatnot. Like you've got good reputation overall. Like I see your brand everywhere. I see what you guys are doing. Let's start, you know, let, let's move this conversation further down the road. And that's what's gonna happen. So it's gonna help the sales team make easier pitches. Because sometimes what these guys are going to be doing that review your company, they're like, all right, I've already read them. I've done my research. This is the next stage is booking a demo or scheduling an appointment or talking to sales or something like that. So this is all kind of part of the process. And this is what we, you know, we in the marketing world are now calling like dark social, where they might have seen an ad. They might have seen something else, 
but they kind of start going through different parts, like different parts of the journey. And then all of a sudden they're like, okay, this checks off, this checks off, this checks off, this checks off. Okay, like like you checked off all my all my things that I thought you were gonna be bad at and you're good. I'm now gonna call you, or I'm gonna call sales, or I'm gonna book a demo. And then they're gonna move forward slowly in that direction. Does that make sense? So kind of keep in mind that like it's it's not one of those where, eh, you know, whatever, no one cares. Like reviews are huge and they're not just for restaurants and stuff like that. They're like especially on Google, like which is the number one search platform right now at the moment that could probably change in 12 months like the way things are going on tiktok and stuff where that's becoming now a search engine tool things are changing um so we won't go on that tangent right now because i'm gonna have to figure out on how we're gonna make that work for us on tiktok so it's just another challenge for us which is all going to be exciting and fun all right so now you know when i came into ratmate we had seven five or seven reviews i believe that was it it was five reviews or seven reviews and they were five stars, which is good, but they were not enough. And we were already open for about two and a half to three years at that point. And I was like, okay, this is not good. We need to get more reviews. So I got with the team and I said, okay, we got to try to make some sort of focus on getting some online reviews. And this is what I'm thinking. And so I kind of laid out the foundation of how we wanted to do that. So we basically um, created automation uh, to help us get some reviews. And this is what we did. We said, okay, team, give me a list of a bunch of contacts that have had an amazing experience with RapMe, and we're gonna send them a series of emails and text messages asking and requesting for a review. And so we did that. So that helped us kind of get over the hump. And I think it got us like 30, 40, or 50 reviews like off the bat. Not like all at once, and we did these in batches. We did them like, okay, let's send this batch and just kind of wait a little bit. Let's do this next batch and wait a little bit. But we were like, these were legitimate customers that we've actually serviced. We sent them an email. Hey, can you give us a review on, on Facebook? Or, I'm sorry, on Google. And there was a link in there and they would go do that. Same thing on the text message. They would go send, you know, they'd click on the link and it would send them to that review site. And then we had another batch of people that were like in the middle of that. We weren't really sure like, the experience seemed like it was good, but they never really gave us true feedback. So then we reached out to those folks in the same concept. So once we did that, and then you might be asking, well, what about the people that had a bad experience? We didn't ask for those people. And it's not because we didn't want to like get their feedback. We got their feedback in one way, shape or form. They told us what we needed to fix. And then we started fixing it. But on top of that, we we're trying to build our online reputation and so it's really important to kind of start that foundation of like solid reviews. And so at one point, one of my former coworkers was like, well, this doesn't seem like it's, it's right because what you're doing is that you're just kind of cherry picking reviews and you're not getting like the true reviews. And I go, no, we're going to get the real ones, but we're trying to build a reputation here that we need to have a solid foundation. As soon as we start getting below four, it's going to be crushing us. It's going to hurt really, really bad. And so, you know, like she wasn't in agreement with it. I didn't, not that I didn't care what she thought, but she didn't have the knowledge that I had behind this. Like I've, I've, I've been a part of this. I've built companies based off of reviews. I've sold software for this as well too. And so what I'm kind of getting here is that it's okay to go ask for reviews from your best customers because the ones that are not going to give you a review because they had a bad experience, they will find you. Okay. And they will 
post it somewhere or they will share it with their community of other folks. All right. So just kind of keep that in mind. So that's kind of like the first step that we did. And that took several months to build that out. But we also created some other things that like we had a, a page built up that would publish the reviews from um, from Google. So it would just kind of link stuff together and just publish all that stuff, which is great. So like it kind of gives us a little bit SEO, more SEO juice, et cetera, et cetera. So that was the first piece. The next piece is that is and we took a break on this because we needed to kind of implement some things, but then we finally got it back put together is that as soon as projects were done, so like someone got their project done and they paid for it. And then like a few days later, we would send an automated email saying, hey, hope everything went well with your experience. And then we would ask for a review in there. And then we would send them a text message and then I think one more email and then that's it. And we've been doing that for about, We did it a little bit late last year, then we turned it off, then we turned it back on again because there's some things that we were trying to figure out, um, both from like a fulfillment standpoint as well as a um, review standpoint. And so we were rethinking some things. So anyways, that's, that's kind of how we did this. So this is what we also did. And I'm going to be very transparent about this. During the review process, whenever we were asking those first batches of people to give us reviews... We basically sent out them like a thumbs up, thumbs down email on that first and second email, I believe, maybe even third email. And it was as simple as this is like, hey, if you had a great experience, give us a red, you know, give us a thumbs up. And it was a green button. And then if they clicked on that green button, it would take them to the Google review page and they would write the review. If they had a bad experience, a red thumbs down, they would click on that. It would take them to a box and basically filter out the bad review from Google and they would write what their complaint was. Well, we didn't have a lot of people complain, um, but it kind of saved a few reviews from getting out there. We're like, okay, cool. Let's contact this customer and see if we can, you know, rectify what just happened and fix this thing. So we did that. Okay. In the process of us building our online reputation, we did get some bad reviews and they, and they were legitimate. And so what we did is we'd contact the customer and we'd be like, hey, Mr. Customer, or, hey, Mrs. Customer, you know, what's going on? Let's try to fix this. And so what we did is there were times with a customer, we basically were like, hey, like, let's fix this. If if we fix this all for you and make it right, would you be willing to take down your, your review? And a lot of them were like, yeah, I'm fine to do that. And so we would fix it, make it right, and then they would take it down, and which was great. So now I know that's kind of against Google's like terms of services, and I hope I don't get you know in trouble for this, but I'm just being honest and transparent. Like you can ask people to do that, okay? Now they don't want you to do that, but it's just it's it's we didn't make them do anything. It was their own choice if they wanted to take it down or not. Now, did we do that with everybody? No, we didn't do that with everybody. After a while, we just left the bad reviews there so people can kind of see a balanced view of our company. But at the beginning, we were trying to build this foundation where we didn't want to have a lot of folks just like, crap, you guys have a ton of bad reviews. And we're a startup trying to figure some stuff out. And we know that we're going to screw things up. But the thing is that no one sees the things that we're trying to fix in the back end that people are experiencing. We're like, hey, we're trying to fix this. We're, we're going to make it right and all this other stuff like when people leave a bad review, even though we make it right, they don't sometimes they don't usually go back into the review and fix it. They just leave it as is and they just move on with their life. And so, you know, after a while, we kind of created a system where 
we just said, okay, if we get a review, a bad one, we're going to reply to it. We're going to contact the customer and we're going to see if we can rectify the situation. We'll just leave the review as, as is. If they take the review down, great. If they don't, fine. And that's kind of what we did. And then came, you know, December, January, February, and I would probably even say part of March. And that season, we were getting, you know, kind of hit hard where we were getting a good review, then a bad review, a good review, then a bad review, a good review, then a bad review. And they were, there were things that are broken within our organ, like within, not the organization, but within our systems that were just kind of making it challenging and not the best experience for our customers. So then we had to rethink this. This was a top priority. Our CEO made this a top priority and we fixed this entire thing to the point now where we're now getting consistent reviews that are great reviews that are five-star reviews, that sort of stuff. And again, it's all automated. So when a customer goes through, you know, finishes their project, they get an automated email, an automated text message, an automated email, and same concept even today, where it's a thumbs up, thumbs down. If it's a thumbs up, they go to 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 give us a Google review. If it's a thumbs down, they go to some sort of like form to ask them some basic questions of what their their experience was and why it wasn't good. And then our customer service manager or customer success manager, uh, who we hired back in April, takes care of these customers that had both a good and bad experience and just kind of like, A, tries to get feedback from them about what was great, and then B, what did we you know do wrong and try to get some concessions taken care of. And so this whole process has made things a lot better for the customer journey and the customer experience. Now, this has been a long process, okay? And sometimes we get hit in waves where we get like these email, like these reviews just coming in like four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. And then all of a sudden like crickets for like two or three weeks. And then like, boom, another amount. And it just kind of happens in waves. And it's just kind of what happens naturally. But the way you can do this for your facility company is very simple. It's kind of like what I did is just literally batch people that are great customers that you had a great experience with and then send them an email. Okay. Or call them if you, if you're on a first name basis on the cell phone, be like, Hey, we're trying to build our online reputation. Would you be willing to go online? Just give us a quick little review on, on Google. That would really help us a lot. And do that. And maybe send them a $10 gift card to Starbucks or something like that. I don't know. But the thing is, is that that's, that's the first step. The next step is creating automation where if someone has been a customer for like maybe three months, like because they might sign up for a 12-month contract or something like that. And maybe in that honeymoon stage where things are really good, you send them a review and it's automated coming out from like the salesperson or the account manager or somebody just requesting for a review on, on Google. And then you just point them to a Google page for your review and they click on it and they just type in the review and they move on. And you can do the same thing with a text message and then the same thing with a follow-up email. And you keep doing that over the course of 18 months, you will eventually start building your, your reputation online where you're getting a significant amount of reviews. Now, I don't know if you're going to get to 100, but you could get to like 20, 30, 40, 50, which is really good. Another way that you can also build great reviews is going after your vendors that you do work with. Okay, so the vendors that you basically push business to, talk to them and be like, hey, we're trying to build our online reputation. We will help you as well, too. Could you leave us a five-star review and we'll do the same thing for your company? We'll go onto your Google page and give you a five-star review as well too. And so that's a new strategy that we're going to be start implementing within our company with our vendors that we work with 
what we call them as pros and actually asking them, giving us a five-star review. So we're going to go after our top pros that we do a lot of work with. And then we're going to do the same thing to them. We're going to give them a review and then we'll do the same thing, vice versa. We'll ask them to do the same thing, vice versa. The key thing here is that you are initiating the whole thing. So like you tell them what, what you're asking for, but then on top of that, you say, I will give you a review right now. And then once you do that, it almost makes them feel obligated to leave the leave a review for your page as well too. So that's the way to handle that. And then over the next 12, 18, 24 months, you should be building a very strong online reputation within your community. Okay, so this is the easiest way, okay? Now you might be saying, well, what about if we ask our employees to review us? No, don't do some stupid shit like that because what's gonna happen is that someone's gonna look up, you know, like, oh wow, they have like 50 reviews in the past two weeks and let's just take a look at these people. Someone's gonna research it and then call you out on it, especially the way the internet's designed right now, okay? So be as transparent as possible and you might be thinking like, well, you did something similar to that. No, these were all true customers. We weren't asking our employees. Like there's a place to have employees leave reviews and that's on Glassdoor, okay? Employees and former employees can leave reviews about your company on Glassdoor. That's a different strategy. And we're not going to discuss that because we're not even doing anything on there ourselves. So this is kind of what we did and how we got to 100 reviews. Very simple. Um, and the benefits behind that, from what I understand, I don't know if this is true, but you can start having your ads showcase your five-star reviews or your, your, your star rating um, on your ads on Google. So that's really cool. So anyways, with that, like that kind of tells us, you know, tells you what's going on. Now, again, I love being transparent as much as possible. Are our reviews stellar on other platforms? No. Okay. So, and we have strategies on how to fix that. But right now what's going on is that the people that are not happy are going to other channels and then just venting on there. But then the people that are that are happy are going to Google and, and then telling everybody there. So we're going to try to get our happy people that have left us a review to go to other channels that we're trying to build and lead us, leave us a review on there as well, too. So that's going to help. So we're going to be doing that with Yelp and we're going to be doing that with Facebook. You're going to have to think about what's going to work best for your organization. Like maybe a Facebook review page doesn't make sense for you guys. Like it probably doesn't make sense. And maybe Yelp doesn't make sense either. Like that doesn't make sense in my opinion. And maybe it's just Google. And then that's all you focus on. And that's fine. Okay. So keep in mind that there are different review sites and platforms out there that you can use. Okay. And that you can get, you know, reviews from. Google uses those as part of their algorithm to rank you. Okay. So just kind of keep that in mind as well too. And if you just want to focus on Google, there's nothing wrong with that. So hope this kind of gives you an idea of how to handle online reviews, how to get to a hundred and kind of like the simple strategies that I implemented. Um, this will work for your organization. I promise you that because I did it for my own personal company. I've done it for a company that sold online reviews and I'm doing it right now as a CMO for Ratmate. I've done this also in the um, facility services industry. It's like, it works, okay? So just kind of keep that in mind, all right? So other than that, hope you guys have a great one. Um, three things that I ask at the end of my podcast for everybody. Number one, please give us a five-star review on either Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Number two, please connect with me on LinkedIn if you're not connected with me. 
Um, just you know, send me a connection request. Give me some feedback. Let me know what you're liking, what you don't like, what kind of topics you want me to cover, that sort of stuff. Like that kind of helps me kind of point me in the right direction of how this podcast continues to grow. And then number three, share this podcast with somebody else. Like we're on the verge of breaking 5,000 um, podcast downloads, which is insane. And the, the great thing about this is that it's all been done organically. I've not spent a single dime on growing this podcast, okay? This has all been done via LinkedIn. That's it. And what's amazing about this is that this platform has given me the opportunity to kind of share the knowledge that I've gained over the past 15 plus years in marketing to help this industry. And so if you can share this to your connections, that would be huge. Other than that, hope everyone has a great day and I'll talk to you later. All right, guys. Thanks for taking a listen to our facility management marketing podcast secrets. Uh, This is your host, Javier Lozano Jr. One other ask I've got for you guys is is to subscribe to our email list. You can go to bouldermediasolutions.com slash email. And that way you can get updates on some marketing trends that I'm seeing, uh, some strategies that I'm executing. And more importantly, I'll be actually launching some webinars and training that's going to help your company use marketing strategies to essentially grow your business. Uh, We'll be doing some training, uh, offering some courses, that sort of stuff. So you can always unsubscribe to that email list. It's no big deal. It's not going to hurt my feelings. This is more for facility managers, I'm sorry, facility management companies that want to grow their business by using marketing. All right, guys. Thanks a lot. Have a great one.